The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Coming to you from the betting deck. Don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. Hey, welcome back, everybody. The guys from Notebook Wagering, Thursday night edition. I am Smitty, a.k.a. Teaser King. Sitting across from me is J-Cam, one of the best stack guys in the game. J-Cam, how are you doing tonight, my friend? I am doing well. We are in full swing. All sports are active. The NBA should be here any day, but I ignore the NBA. But uh, NHL dropping pucks tonight. Almost every team's in action. College football. College basketball right around the corner, pro football, MLB. Just too much stuff to bet. Too much stuff. Too many spreadsheets update. A lot of stuff going on right now. I'll tell you, man, we're a little bit before the, the NFL kickoff. So we're going to mention the game. You know, we I put out some plays. So we're going to mention really quick. But, yeah, uh, you got Baylor, West Virginia tonight. I think you have another game. I think it's Temple, uh, Central Florida. Yeah, the bounce um, house. Tonight, uh, hockey, I played three games. Coming off the 1-0 start of hockey, just going to fire some puck action. Learning learning the sport, Jason and Maddie are a lot better than I am in that sport. NBA's coming, player props, man. Maddie fires all the time. I like to fire the player props, too, so we'll get after it. Um, Q's going to fire probably some college this weekend, NFL. So the boys at Notebook Wagering, we fire all the time. Let's dive into it. Thursday night, game tonight. It's ready to kick off very soon. A lot of people aren't excited about it. Maybe it will be a Big Bang Theory uh, night on Thursday night. Reruns for me. I don't know. Jason, Commanders traveling to Chicago Bears. What do you have in this? I think it was minus one for the Commanders. Over under 38 and a half. One of the lowest you're going to see in this. What do you have tonight? What's your thoughts? What's your predictions? Can the commanders get a win? I think they actually will. Um, I took a look. I think they're the better team. I think they're the most talented team at this point. Um, you know, Carson Wentz may not be a lot, but I think he's better than Justin Fields. I mean, some of those stat lines you see from Justin Fields are just brutal. Um, both teams should be able to run the football tonight. So I think the offenses will actually be active. I know it's a low total. Uh, my model projected at 39. That's pretty much right where it was at. But I think there's potential for this thing to go over as long as it's not too windy. Uh, I took the commander's money line. I think I got them at like minus um, 115. I I see a close game, but I also, like I said, I think the commanders are better. I think, you know, the stuff with Rivera is a little overblown. I don't think he was talking about Wentz. I think he was trying to tell you this is not the guy I would be playing if I had my choice. And we know things with that organization. Who knows who's calling the shots there, right? So uh, I, I, that's how I read his comments. I don't know if that was exactly what was going on, but um, it's never good when you call it your quarterback. But uh, still too much talent. I'll take the commanders. Hopefully it's more entertaining than last week. Yeah, that game last week wasn't entertaining <laughs> at all. It's not. These Amazon Prime games, man. I got to get it on the computer really quick. I got to get it on the computer. Because, you know, you got to get into Amazon Prime. Then my wife has an account. My kids have an account. I have an account. Then you got to get into that. Then you get into the game. Then if it's boring, it goes to a commercial. I want to get out of it. Then you got to get all out. Man, what a fiasco this is. So what I do tonight, I went Bears. I want a teaser play because I'm the AKA teaser game. I went Bears plus seven under 44. I'm going to go under Wentz attempts, 32 and a half. Now he's been flying over this, but like we said off air, he likes, you know, they're behind. They got to throw a lot. Wind conditions are there. It's about 10 to 15 miles. You got higher gusts, about 25. At times, it might not be that way. But I'm going to say this is going to be more pound than the football. Bears are going to try to run the ball in my with Montgomery and the other back. Ro- Brian Robinson, great story. Came back last week. Did, they didn't run the ball great. Him and Gibson, I think it was 17 carries, 42 yards. You know, this offensive line can't block anybody. But I did go over a te- I did go over yards, 48 and a half with uh, Robinson tonight, and then St. Brown receptions for the Bears. 
under one and a half catches uh, minus 125 on that. So we'll see where we go. Jason, real quick before we bounce, you know, we've had a lot of discussions, you know, between Q, Maddie's a re- or Commanders fan. Q, kind, you know, he's a Dolphins, but kind of likes, I think his father-in-law is a big Commanders fan. I've kind of de- defended Carson Wentz a little bit. And I don't think Carson Wentz is this unbelievable quarterback. But a lot of people want to change, and they want Tyler Heineke again, which I, I just I don't see that. Is this a lot of people? Now, listen, I understand everybody. He threw a bad ball at the end, but he's the one that made plays and got him down there. Is he the major problem here in Washington? No, the, the major problem is this team's identity the last couple of years when they've been respectable has been on the lines. They had a good offensive line and they had a really good defensive line and they don't have really either right now. Um, so, you know, they've, they've actually accumulated a decent amount of skill talent. Some of it's banged up right now, but they have some guys that kind of are a little scary. I mean, good multidimensional guys too, but you can't do anything if you are on your back. And, you know, I think they're 29th in sack rate right now. You can't win that way. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's easy to blame the skill position guys because that's the guys who see with the ball, but so many more times it comes down to the lines. I mean, we know that better than anybody with the Steeler fans. Yeah, we do know that. So we're going to get into that game here in a second. <laughs> hey, remember, this is uh first week. You got a, you got some buys. You got the Texans, Raiders, Tennessee, and the Lions. But I'll tell you, it's killing my fantasy teams. When you're picking up like fullbacks to catch a ball on some of your fantasy teams, Life is not good, my friends. So I'm going to throw out some player props here throughout the show, too. Um, I really like these. I know Maddie fires on these. I do, too. I got a couple ideas I'm going to throw in, too. So we're going to fire a lot tonight for everybody. Hey, let's go into the next game here. Hey, we here we go. We got the Steelers. We got Tampa Bay traveling into Pittsburgh. Uh, Tampa Bay right now. Again, I'm looking at these lines on scores and odds, everybody. Tampa Bay minus eight over under is 45. Man, oh man, Jason. I even took a picture of the Bubby Brister shirt last week and needed magic, and it just did not happen. Things aren't happening right now. I mean, the Pirates kind of look good over the Steelers. Okay, let's not get that far. That's too much, man. That's four straight years of this. Uh uh, it ain't good, my friend. It ain't good. You, here, I'm going to say this. Let me let me say this before you continue here. Here's my rant on the Steelers. I don't like being mediocre. Mediocre is, oh, no losing season, and we get in the first round, and then guess what? You'll lose. We used to talk about going to the Super Bowl. It ain't happening, people. Jason, can they hang in this game? I got a good opinion on this game. Can they hang this week against Mr. Brady and the boys from Tampa Bay. You know, you would think no, because Tampa has a really good defense and the Steelers best unit right now, surprisingly, is probably their offense, even though it's not great at all either. (laughs) But uh, Tampa hasn't been real impressive. Like, you know, last week led the whole game, let the back door open. The Falcons snuck in there, kind of cost me a bet. Um, You know, hey, we can say what we want at the Steelers, but we both said last week laying 14 against the Bills that we didn't really think that was that bad. (laughs) I mean, I don't think we've ever laid 14 points on this show with any team. And uh, I, 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 to, I, I listen, I'm going to say it because I got to be on. I had the Steelers. I took them up to a teaser. I And I said on the show last week, I didn't know if Buffalo was going to beat them by 2021. And, you know, we'll see where I go here in a second with the teaser play. But, yeah, I, Tampa, you know, I think the South to be like 23-9. I think that's a little low on the model. I think the offense has actually been better since Pickett's been in there. Um, at times they, they got the ball to Pickens on the outside. Um, you know, the running game still hasn't come to fruition, but it's not going to, the line's terrible. Um, so they should just open it up and throw it. That's where their best players are on offense. Um, you know, that would actually open up Najee too. And, you know, Najee still taking heat. I don't know why, like I said, the line's terrible when you watch the games. Um, but I think this is kind of a get right spot for the Tampa Bay offense. Unfortunately, the Steelers defenses look pretty vulnerable. I mean, they came out decently, early in that game and then fall over their head and then it was kind of over from there. So don't really want to lay eight and a half uh, at, in Pittsburgh with this team. So probably no play there. Uh, I'm probably looking toward the under because I just don't think the Steelers offense is going to do much. Um, Tampa doesn't really, you know, blow people out. Um, but I think like I said, I, I don't think they're really going to get tested this week at all. 
Yeah, I'll go in a teaser in this thought. Now, I disagree with Jay. I, I think Harris, I've been on Harris that I think he's hurt. I don't think he's great. Warren should be playing more than he should be. I'm glad Warren's going to be in there now in uh, third down situations. Now, I, I do got two two player props to keep an eye on. Claypool, I have him on like two of my fantasies. I'm not even playing him anymore. You know, right now, I think one of the early lines I saw, uh, 38 and a half, unders 12 and four with him um and his receiving yards so right now i think this week it's at 38 and a half so keep an eye on that harris i'm going to keep an eye on i think he's uh receiving yards he's 11 and 5 with the under and what i saw today on one site it was 13 and a half now you take warren in there to be the third down back i like that there's that pass a little dump off take that off i might keep an eye on that i, I hope warren gets some more carries i just don't think harris is healthy and I've said from two years now, I don't know if he should have been our pick, but moving on. I like the Steelers in a teaser again. Jason said some of the models I looked at too, closer game. I don't think Tampa blows out. I like teams again. I've said it many times on this show, teams that get blown out. I like them to bounce back and hang. Not saying Pittsburgh's winning the game because guess what? I don't think they are. But to get them up to 14, I like it. I agree with Jason completely on now the over under opened at 44 and a half. It's up to 45. I still would tease that up and take the under. I think that's a smart play in that. I don't think this game Tampa has not really scored a ton. Now you might say, well, everyone's scoring on Pittsburgh, but they're coming back home. They're going to have the boo birds, man. They're not playing well. The crowd will let them know. I think they will be a little bit more inspired. I think it's a tighter game. I don't think they're going to win. We're moving on. Cincinnati to the Saints. Man, we got Andy Dalton coming back. He's home down in New Orleans playing his former team. I like it. It looks like he's going to get the start. But then you get Joe Burrow, Chase, coming back home also where they played down there in college. Now, the only thing I saw it late, Jason, I like the Saints. I'm going to say it early on a teaser to get them up to eight at home. But Thomas didn't practice again. The other wide receiver didn't practice today. So there's a lot of question marks there. Who's going to be playing for the Saints? I'm a little concerned. But Andy Dalton coming back home. What I mean by coming back home, he's going to be at home in the Saints stadium here. And then against his former team. I like that. Like that. Little redemption game, maybe. And you know how much I like Andy Dalton. I say it every week. I'm still going to go with the Saints in a teaser. What's your thoughts? I got to like the Saints here. I do. I think, you know, they haven't been that awful. They haven't been that good either. But Cincinnati's been kind of like living dangerously with all these games where they haven't really been impressive in any of them. I mean, their most impressive half maybe in the second half against the Steelers, and they still lost that game. Um, yeah, I, I – the Saints defense is good enough at home. I think Dalton has moved the ball. Like you said, they, they're banged up a little bit in the skill positions. Um, they're not quite as good on the offensive line as they were in prior years. Um, but since he hasn't really been that great as an edge, like that's, that's really drove their defense last year with two defensive ends. That They haven't played quite as well as they did last year. Um, so I think the Red Rifle revenge game, and uh, I'll take the Saints money line. Uh, a little nice little home dog action here to start us off on the card. Man, you know what would make my year? Andy Dalton joining us on the show. Because I've really bragged him up. How many shows brag up Andy Dalton? I, I know I have. So, you TCU know, shows out there. Well, I, I don't know how many shows. <laughs> hey, one quick stat. You know, just th- we're going to throw a bunch of stats out here this week, too. Those divisional underdogs last week, Jason, I know, you know, you study numbers better than most people. I think they went 6-0 and ATS last week. You know, you had the Bengals against the Ravens. The Jets won outright. Uh, Falcons came back and hunted that game. Bears covered. Raiders about won the game. Man, those divisional underdogs last week. Keep an eye. That's That was a great stat last week. I think 6-0 ATS last week. These games are tight. That's why I always say I don't mind taking these teams way up in these spreads. Because it's the NFL. These guys, like, I think Jason said it last week. They're professionals. This is their job. They're going to compete. So we'll see. All right, moving on. Jacksonville, the Colts. 
I have a play on this, J Jason, already. I gotta I gotta back the Colts. I mean, I, I said it. I've I have them winning the Super Bowl, so they better start doing something now. You got some question marks. Taylor, the other running backs banged up. Jason, I think I think I picked up Lindsay too, and I think he's banged up now um on one of the yeah. reports. So I, I I don't know who else they're gonna run. Maybe Eric Dickerson can come back or something and maybe run for them. He had a good couple years there for him. Edward James but, might be. Oh, Edgar and James would be a great one. Now we've set off air. Let's break down this Jacksonville team really quick. Was there a lot of people that just got really excited with this team, Jason? Because a lot of people, when they were going into that Philly game and they said, if they beat Philly, they maybe had the best resume on paper in the NFL. Now things have got a little bit tighter. I know your thoughts on the quarterback Lawrence. Yeah. Is this an, is this Jacksonville team not as good as what some people thought earlier in the year? Yeah, I think they got ahead of themselves. I still think it's a pretty talented team. Like when you watch them play, they look really fast on defense, but you know, they don't get quite a good of a pass rush as they really need to to play what they want to play with like a lot of man coverage, you know, because it's a free safety and just rushing four. Uh, they're just not getting home that way. So they have to blitz a little more probably than they would like. I mean, I think it's just a young team learning how to win. And I think they will learn how to win. I think they're a much better coach this year. They just look like a professional unit. I mean, last year they did not. They looked like a team that had a bunch of coaches who didn't really know how to play NFL football or scheme NFL football. Um, so I, I think it's okay. I think there's going to be spots against good teams, especially down in Jacksonville late in the year, that you're going to want to take them because they'll take advantage of the heat just like the other Florida teams do. Um, but this week's kind of interesting. I don't, I don't know what to make here because the Colts are kind of like back against the wall. They, they need to win this game or it's, it's pretty much uh, time to start shipping parts off because everybody's hurt. Like you said, whoever they put in next to uh, Ryan and the shotgun ends up injured within like a, a series or two. And they just can't get, have no running game accordingly. Wide receivers were all banged up. Now they're kind of back. Um, you know, uh, Shaquille Leonard has never played as Shaquille Leonard, it seems like. I know he played like half of a game and it broke his face and then he's still out. So it is having one of those years where it seems like everything's just going wrong. So I, I think if people are kind of rushing to judgment on it a little bit. Um, the offensive line, which used to be a strength, isn't. Matt Ryan's under duress like every single time he drops back. And it's just something he's not comfortable with, especially, you know, just the kind of the quarterback he is. He's not going to get away from the rush. He needs a clean pocket. And there just are no clean pockets. So he's forcing balls. He's throwing things that aren't there. Um, that being said, this is literally like if, you, if you're going to take the Colts, this is the week to take them because they need to win this game. And, you know, you said Jacksonville on the road here, but it's, a again, road dog. So what do you do? What are you doing? I, I took money line. I jumped on the Colts. That's my, my play. I have locked that in. I have a teaser already. I have two plays locked in it. Why well, the place tonight? And then I have two right now over the weekend, which I'll give the teaser out here in a little bit. Uh, but I have money line Colts in this game. That's my play. I went a little bigger on that one. I kind of like that one. I think it's I think it's a good play. Um, gave somebody that does a um, pick them contest money line, and you have to rank the games. I gave this one a pretty high rank. Now we'll see if I'm a full. Now Could be. this team has gone under the last four. And I see an under coming this Sunday as well. So I probably might go that direction. It's at 42, I think, which is pretty low, but not too low. But so if you're going to take that, I would take that now because it's probably going to come down. I, I can see that being 40 and a half by game time on Sunday. Yeah, that's a great teaser spot. I mean, great point there, Jason. I mean, this team's go going under and under a lot here. Get it up six more points to 48 and take a chance with uh, the under in this. Great point there. All right, moving on. We got the New England Patriots traveling into Cleveland. Browns, it's minus two and a half over under is 43 and a half. Jason's favorite quarterback. I think he's back again with uh, New England. Loves this guy. I played him in fantasy last week. That's how desperate I had. I had quarterbacks. Oh, I, had Matt I, had, I had like two quarterbacks hurt last week. I had to play him. Got me some points and I won. I won the game. So what can you do here? I think it's a tough one, Jason, here. Uh, I could see this being a really, really tough game, tight game. Man, I don't even know. I think I took in that pick spot for my buddy. My, well, my brother-in-law, let's just throw it out there. Um, I think I took Cleveland in a tight one in this. But I think this one, I think it's a great spot and a teaser spot maybe for New England. And I think I would take the points up 
And I think I'd do an under in this. Where's your thoughts here? I can see that. Um, I think I make it out. It's pretty much right online um, with what Vegas has, uh, surprisingly. I think I actually have it 23-22 uh, Cleveland, and the total is 44, which is like pretty much right there. Um, so I think that's one of those games that Vegas doesn't know either, and they're just trying to set a good line because they don't care. They just want to get the money right because I really do think it's hard to break this down. Um, the one thing you can look at in this game is Cleveland's offense has actually been really good efficiency-wise. I think they're 10th in passing on DVOA and first in rushing. And if you look at the New England defense, they're actually 28th against the run from DVOA. So the basically efficiency, they're, they haven't been great against the run. That will be a big thing on Sunday. They have to get that short up. Um, you know, offensively, the biggest weakness the Browns have is against the run. We talked about it before. I watched them on tape against the Steelers. There, there was plays there. They were getting pushed around up front. They'd gone through that very zone heavy, dropping a bunch of guys scheme. They don't have a lot of weight up front and guys are getting pushed around. So that'll help New England a lot, keep it close. So that points to an under right there with two good running teams, but I'm probably going to take the Browns minus three. Uh, wouldn't be shocked that the Pats went in there and upset them just because I think Cleveland's having that kind of year too, where they've been in a lot of games and just things aren't going right for them. Yeah. Keep an eye on, you know, Nick Chubb attempts over rushing oh, yeah. yards over. I played Kareem Hunt last week too. There's another one to keep a good eye on with maybe attempts or yards. I mean, that's the key to success for them is pound the football, pound the football. And um, we'll see what happens there. I might, maybe I'll, I always like going back to the well with some players. Okay. Jets, Green Bay. Minus seven right now. Green Bay, Jets. Um, man, what a, Good win last week. You know, you could you can say a lot of things and say, well, there was Dolphins are down to, I think it's Skylar Thompson. I think he's going to start again this yes. week. But the Jets, you know, two-game winning streak, beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, went there, you know, and won against, um, played Miami and beat Miami there. Green Bay, really tough loss. Played over in London, early game. I mean, good start. They were up. I had him in a teaser. And, and then I had, you know, the, I had the under Jason and a teaser. And then of course they had to do the punt and then they ran in the back of the end zone at the end of the game. And I lost it by that, by the safety. So that's always a lot of fun. When oh. So they always do that. So this is one of my favorite spots this week in a teaser. All right. I love green Bay coming back at home, bad defeat last week. I know Rodgers didn't practice one day. I think has a little dinged up finger. Doesn't sound like, you know, he's going to play. Now, could that still be a concern? Absolutely. I love Green Bay to minus one. I got it. I'll give you the end here in a little bit with my other team. But this is my favorite teaser of the weekend. Packers minus one. It's, this is really tough because Green Bay is, does not look very good at all. And the Jets are coming off two performances that you're kind of like, hey, that this those are both pretty nice. Nice little come from behind win against the Steelers. Then you go and you blow out the Dolphins and kind of, you know, just, I'm, just bury them, really. Um, but I'm not buying yet. Seven and a half, I think, is kind of – is like it seems like a sucker line a little bit um, where they're giving you that hook because they want you to take the Jets. And, you know, this is different now. You got Zach Wilson on the road. You know, you got to throw that Steelers memory out of your head because that's not the Steelers you're seeing. They have the uniforms on, but it might really be the Maulers underneath the uniforms this year. Um, so it just makes me nervous to lay out many points to the Packers looking at how like, mediocre they've looked at times. Like the first half of that game, they looked perfectly fine. The second half, they could not get it right. The Giants came out of nowhere and won that thing. Um, so it's really tricky to me. I kind of like the over in this game. I don't think either defense is very good. I think the Packers defense is actually surprisingly bad. Um, it's a 45 right now, which is actually a pretty high total for the Jets, but um, I can lean it over. But I, I hoping this comes down to maybe seven, six and a half, and I'll take the Packers. I'm um, just like a little leery of the hook, but I, I, I would probably be more comfortable taking the Packers laying seven and a half than I would take the Jets plus seven and a half. I, like I said, I think it's a little bit of a soccer game. All right, we're moving on. Baltimore Ravens traveling into New York to play the Giants. Giants, like the game we just said, big win. Beat the Packers last week. You know, Baltimore, tight game last week. It was that divisional game against uh, Cincinnati. I'm not sure. Jason, this is a team, Baltimore, you know, I've watched for being in the area down here in uh, the Northern Virginia area. 
I'm just, I don't know if I'm sold on this team. And I thought they were going to be better. Now, I, I know they dinged up at running back. It just seems like their defense, I'm not sure on this. It's minus five. Over under has trickled up to 45. I'll tell you, the G-men, I would have, I mean, how can't you not take a teaser on this and get them up to 11 and a half and take a chance at home in a big game? Daniel Jones, a lot of people, you know, don't like him. I think he makes some throws. He can, he's athletic. He can run a little bit. Barkley's playing well. You know, they got some wide receiver issues. Line's not great. But, man, can they cover Jason? I'm going to ask you in a teaser question here. Can they cover 11 and a half? Oh, I think they can. I, I think this is a completely different style Ravens team than we've seen. This is this is not a good defensive team at all. And I was really shocked at how low the total was in the Bengals game last week. I really thought they would score more points. I think they moved the ball some. They just couldn't get the ball in the end zone. Um, yeah, I, like, I agree with the Ravens. I mean, if you look at that team, I think right now they're 26th in DVOA against the run. That's just not the way they're built. You know, they're always have been a big physical team you can't run against. Maybe you throw on them because usually their secondary is always hurt. Seems that way at least. Um, but that's not what this team is. They're a little bit better against the pass than they have been. And not being good against the run is not a good recipe for the Giants this year. They've actually been able to run the football pretty well. That was what really got them that Green Bay game as Saquon got loose and opened up the whole offense. And, you know, you know, you always hear the analytics people talk about the passing games where all the points come from and EPA and all this. But the fact of the matter is, if you can't stop the run in football at any level, you will not win the football game because everything else then becomes an option. Even if you're not good at passing the ball, you can become good at passing the ball because you're going to see man coverages and guys are going to be looking in the backfield as opposed to looking downfield. I like the Giants here at the six. I think it's too much. I know people think it's like, oh, this line should be a lot less. It's the only thing that makes me a little nervous. I think there's going to be a lot of public money on the Giants. It doesn't look like it's the case at the moment, but um, it's a New York team and they're doing well. But um, yeah, this Baltimore team, is, I think it's just too many points on the road for them. Uh, it's a team that's always going to have the back door open this year, and I think it'll be open in this game too. Okay. Great info there. Minnesota traveling to Miami. Like we said, Miami, a lot of quarterbacks are banged up right now. Skyler Thompson in there. Jason, I'm a little shocked looking at this line. Yeah. Do you think this line should be a little higher? It opened Miami or Miami. Well, Minnesota is plus one open. Now they're minus three and a half. But if Skyler Thompson's the quarterback, in my opinion, it should be a little higher. That scares me a little bit, but it's only minus three and a half. Do you think this line should have been a little higher for Minnesota? Over-under is 45 and a half. Uh, looking at the numbers, I'd say yeah. <laughs> um, it Basically, right now, I'd make it like 20, was it 26-21 Minnesota? And that's that's got some Tua numbers in there. That's got some Teddy Bridgewater numbers in there. Um but I just think, you know, a team with Miami's cachet at this point where they've got some wins and they've got some, like, notoriety this year, I just don't think you can make that big of a line with them as a home dog or you could get really excited easily or at least middle. Um, but, yeah, the best part about this is Minnesota, the best thing they do is throw the football. The one thing Miami can't do is defend the pass. And, like, so you wonder where the points are going to come from. Minnesota's D is not that great, but – Miami again. They just they can't. They don't have a running game really to lean on. They have to throw the football. So you've got to trust Skyler Thompson to make throws. To Hill, who's a little dinged up. To Waddle, who's a little dinged up. You know what I mean? It's just like Miami just kind of needs that week. They might just need another week to lose just to kind of get everybody right to get back here. So I three and a half is kind of like a little tricky though because it almost makes you think that you know, they can cover that with that hook. It's always dangerous with these three and a halfs out of here. These seven and a halfs. Um, but I really think the Vikings are the right play. I'm hoping that number comes back to three. and I'll definitely grab it then. Yeah, I, there's just something there looking at that. It's like, wow, I, in my opinion, that should have been a little bit higher with that. But we'll see. I, I, I don't – I would agree with you. Uh, to me, then that's a money line parlay. I like to do two-team money line parlays. I do Minnesota with somebody else here, and I'll, you know, try to figure that out. I would do that. If it gets up, I mean – yeah, man, that's just that's a head scratcher to me. All right, moving on because I could sit there and ponder that for a long time here. San Francisco going into Atlanta, man. The Falcons are a competitive team. I'm gonna say that again. I think a lot of people thought the Falcons were gonna lay down and not compete. They do compete a little bit. 
Now Patterson's out again. It does seem like Pitts is going to play. Jason's shaking his head, so maybe he's disagreeing already with something that I just said there. But that's okay. No, no, no. San Francisco, minus five and a half, over under 44 and a half. Jason, I'm going to say it. I'm taking the Falcons up in a teaser. Talk me off the ledge. Talk no, me out I, of no, 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 because see, I like it, but not for the reasons you like it. I like it because it never hurts to go against Shanahan as a road favorite, and they're a big road favorite here against, like you said, a team that's been really feisty. They're basically the the unheralded Detroit Lions of this year. I mean, they've been in every game, even when they're out of the games, they come back. Last week, they were there was that game twenty one three the entire game against Tampa, and then all of a sudden it's twenty one fifteen, and you know we told everybody to lay to ten, and it looked like it was great all the whole time, and it wasn't. Um, they're just they're just on all, all on the same page with the Falcons. Like, you know, you see these teams that aren't as talented that they aren't. I mean, like you said, Patterson's out again. It's like, so what are they gonna run with them? And you know, you, who are these guys that are playing the skill positions if Pitts and uh, Patterson are out? And they just find a way. It's like I said, they, they find a way to run the football, they find a way to move the ball on offense and score some points. Uh Mariota might be a part of that just because like you said, everybody seems to like him and he was must be doing the things he's been asked to do. Um, San Francisco, really good defense. Like I said, on the road, they just don't show up sometimes on offense. And I can see this being just too much, teasing it up, no doubt. Um, I'd probably even be comfortable laying the six and a, or getting the six and a half there. I think it's not a five and a half. I'll take the points there. 49ers, the Falcons, I'm just going to start riding them until they prove me wrong because I keep going against them. They keep burning me. Yeah, I think, like you said, where are you, where are you going to get the running game? Mariota might, you know, look maybe his over rushing yards. He's a very athletic quarterback. Keep an eye on the 27 on one site. I saw today 27 and a half attempts. He's been going under on those attempts. Keep an eye on that. Maybe jump on the attempts under in this. I could see this maybe be a little slower game on this here. So keep an eye on that. Pitts, hopefully he's back. I need him in fantasy. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Carolina Rams. Losing my voice again. Jason, <laughs> my... Jason, take over. So, got Carolina and the Rams. This line is now up to 10. Um, obviously, Carolina cleaned house this week. Got rid of Matt Rule. Hate a lot of money to do it. Um, Phil Snow, defense coordinator, also out. So, the college three-down lineman schemes out the window. So, yeah, I've heard Steve Wolves talking today. Not impressed, just like I wasn't impressed when he was coaching the Cardinals a couple of years ago. He kind of, Smitty, no offense, he kind of seems like the substitute teacher where he's going to get picked on. He's not going to get a lot of respect in the, the room there. And uh, you, somebody's going to be. Well, I'm not a substitute teacher. I, know, I, I own the room. I own I, the room. <laughs> you know how it is when you're not there. It, it gets a little, probably a little nuts. Not, but uh, I don't know. This is really tricky because I looked at this and I was absolutely stunned that two thirds of the tickets are on the Panthers and most of the money is on the Panthers. And I was like, what? So I guess people are thinking like dead cat, cat bounce. That's the only thing I can think of that, you know, that rule was holding them back and snow was holding them back. I don't think that's the case. Now it is interesting because this team's not that bad. The biggest position problem they have is that Baker Mayfield is either hurt or just absolutely terrible at this point. And they don't have anybody else to go to. They thought Darnold would be there. Apparently he's not. And um, the other quarterback Corral, obviously he's out for the season. So they just don't have any options really to go to here. Um, and they don't run the ball well enough to be able to rely on McCaffrey, they, you know, but I do think that's something you will see this week. If you have McCaffrey or you like McCaffrey props, I think this is the week to kind of jump on them because I think they're going to make the, the superstar happy. I know there's been some rumors about Buffalo, but we'll see. Um, I also, the Rams performance has just been terrible. So them laying 10 points to anybody is completely understandable why they're taking the other side. Um, so this is kind of tricky. I don't want to really lay the 10. This is going to be a teaser spot. This would take you down to what? Greena, you'd probably get down to four, which is still more than three. It's not really comfortable, but um, I could definitely see this teasing the Rams down here and taking them. I do think they'll win. Are you ready to talk? Can you? No, you I'm have? good. Yeah. I'm good. You He's can't back. keep me. Listen, my voice doesn't stop. It stops for a second, but then the teaser king comes stops right back. a little back. bit, yeah. No, 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 no. We come right back. We get it all cleared out, and there we go. And then we fire some more here. Now, I'm going to disagree. I like the teaser spot here. Dr. Brand also was on this. He loved Tampa, and he likes the Rams in a teaser. And I said, I'm going to go in the opposite way. I, I like the Steelers, and I like Carolina. Now, Smitty, you're crazy. Of course I am, and that's what makes me fantastic. I am going to take Carolina up in this game. 
Why do you say that? Well, first, I love P.J. Walker. Played in that one of those leagues that I, I used to crush in betting, too. Um, let's go with him here. Teams that, now, again, I don't like the new guy they brought in. Jason was making fun of him. And, I mean, come on now. But I think they're going to compete. Here's the thing about it. All right, so it's at minus 10 right now. Over-under is 41 and a half. Very low total. I've said this on the show before. I'm going to take that up. I'm going to take it up to 16. Man, I wish I could get 17. I wish I could go up to 11. We'll see where it goes. Maybe I'll hold off on this game a little bit. I like to get them high just because I think they're going to compete. Coaches fired. Team might come out fired up a little slow. I think the Rams win, of course, just like I said about Tampa Bay. But my ugly teaser of the weekend, I'm taking the Steelers up and I'm taking Carolina up. And that is the ugly teaser of the weekend. I love every second of it. I like the Carolina side a lot better than I like the Steelers side, but that might be just, but like you said, the Steelers oh. are in that spot too. They're in the same spot where it's, you know what? We have to, we, we got completely embarrassed last week. You know, practice was hell for them. So I, I see both of these teams. It, this is a good spot for, but I, I kind of like that play actually. Here's better the thing about this weekend. Down. Here's the thing about this weekend. I'm going to, I'm going to tell everybody here. So you got, I'm going to jump really fast because we're okay with time. We're going to go quicker. Penn State, Michigan. Man, if Penn State beats Michigan, Jason's going to write me. Betty Masai is going to write me. Uh, Dr. Brent's going to write me. People, people, people are going to write me. And guess what? That's fun. That's that's good entertainment. And it's all for fun. Same thing with this. I told Dr. Brent, do you do what you do. Uh, it's going to sound great English here. You do what you do, and I do what I do. That's Central Pennsylvania talk for you right there, everybody. So... <laughs> So that's what we're going to do. Carolina, Steelers, teaser. Carolina is going to hang this game. Here's the thing with them, too. Uh, somebody posted this. Um, I think it was Joe Osborne. I think uh, I forget what he works for now. 16 and 5 in Rams home games in the new stadium have gone under. 16 and 5. They're not scoring a lot of points, man. Jason has said this many times. There's no home field advantage. Chargers. Rams, they're they're not Stafford's not playing well. They can't run the ball. Throw the ball to Cooper Cup a lot. Robinson, you got to get him involved. They're not. I think this game's closer. Hey, listen, I could be dead wrong on this, and if I am, I'll admit it next week on the show, and that's all you can do. Carolina Steelers locking it in and a teaser. We're moving on. One of my other favorite teams, Arizona, heading out to Seattle. They're moving the game. The Mariners blew another one today. They're moving the game, Jason. I think earlier start or something. I don't know. There's, that's going to be craziness out there because the Mariners haven't been in the playoffs for a very long time. Arizona's minus two and a half. Over under is 50 and a half. Here's a great stat I saw today, Jason. Arizona has not scored a point yet in the first quarter this year. I'm actually not surprised because they look awful in the first half of the game. <laughs> like, they look so bad. And uh, I took them live against the Eagles, and it was literally just blind faith on the prior weeks of seeing them play in the second half. It's almost like they just don't even – like they draw up all the plays at halftime like that they should have did during the week. Be like, oh, this is what they're doing, so this is what we're going to do. Like, they actually need to see it happen first before they make the changes. It, it's really weird. Like I can't get a gauge on how good that football team is because – you just you see him play these second halves, and you're like, wow, that's a, that's a feisty team, that's a playoff team. And you watch the first half, you're like, oh, they got to do something about Kyler. Oh, this defense is terrible. It's it, it's just night and day. It's the opposite of the Eagles. The Eagles come out and they look like no one can beat them, and then in the second half they kind of just hang around and it's not real entertaining. It, it, but this week, on the road, you can't go against Cliff Kingsbury. I'm gonna lay the two and a half. In Seattle, at whatever crazy time kickoff it's at, I guess 405 is why I have listed, but that's not going to be it. You said it's going to be a, like a one o'clock start on the West Coast. I, I don't know. They moved it. I got to look into it. They moved it. I know. But I will take Kyler. I, so maybe the, the right play is first half Seahawks, sec, full game, second half Cardinals. Maybe, you know what? I will do that. Let's, let's go with that. We'll take first half, we'll take Seahawks money line. And then second half, we will take the Cardinals plus whatever points are there. And then we'll take Cardinals for the full game because. That seems to be how things are working. Now, Seahawks actually got robbed last week. They actually – I had the Saints. I thought that was going to be a game where they kind of got uh, a little back to reality, but actually they played really well. Geno Smith is just incredible. He, 
He's back in the Big East. West Virginia's wearing the blue helmets again. Like, you know, he looks like they're tearing up Miami and Virginia Tech and Syracuse. Uh, I don't know what's going on there, but he's played phenomenal. And like I said, he deserves some MVP consideration if they can win some more games because he's been that good. Um, but like I said, the little guy, I got him. I don't know what color suit he's going to wear this week, but it's going to be good enough. Give me the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm not, I listen, you know my opinion on him. I've taken him in teasers. I gotta say, I've taken him. I have back to Arizona. Everybody, Wait, I think. Hold on, I'm gonna look into something. We might be. I don't know. If Ken, I don't know if our friend Ken listens to this because me and him go back all the time. I have backed Arizona this year a couple times. I'm not saying I'm a fan of Murray. Thinks he should be getting some ground balls in the backyard by his dad or a friend or whoever. Um, getting ready for Oakland A's here. Let me throw my pick out. Jason got another good doozy. I have here. a sticky note. Okay, I am going Seattle up. I love Geno Smith. I love the West. We talked about him for three weeks, I think, now. Go, Geno Smith. Get it up to eight and a half. I love the home team, eight and a half, and a teaser. Man, the over-under up to 50 and a half. Ooh, that should, they're looking for a shootout here. I like Geno Smith in a teaser. So it is October 13th as we record this. So in two Fridays... Call of Duty Modern, Modern Warfare is released. After that, fade the Cardinals every week because you know your man Kyler will be online playing. This is well known. They've actually gone back and done studies. So to all of us who aren't real big gamers, I looked it up here. As you're sticking out of the week, you've got two more weeks of good Kyler Murray, and then the rest of the season fade like crazy. All right, let's let's move to the next I, game. I'm gonna... Jason, hold on here. Okay, I like that. That was a good sticky note. That might be one of the best sticky notes of all time. But you're saying we got two more weeks of good. Good Kyle. Uh, really? Yes. Two okay, more good Kyler. weeks. Hey, he's he comes back and looks good the second half of these games. Uh, that all goes away in two weeks. So, can I just say really quick? He throws the ball about fifty sometimes, and he has about hundred ninety yards. Dink and dunk. That's it's all he does. Well, he gets Hopkins back, I think, in one week. So there's going to be one great week of will be on, on the video games and Hopkins back. He'll be back out. Some goat medicine or possum piss or something, and he'll <laughs> be back out. So, all right, we're moving on. Let's keep going. We could talk Arizona. Man, Arizona, Steelers, Commanders, we could talk all day. Here's the best game of the weekend here. We got Buffalo that just embarrassed the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling into Kansas City. Kansas City, tough win. One of those divisional games we talked about. And Las Vegas was right there. You got Buffalo favorite, though, Jason. Two and a half, over-unders 54. I got my play. It's locked in. Who's going to pull out this big showdown? Man, I hate to say it. Kansas City at home as a dog. Can they pull the win? They can. I mean, this is this is kind of a crapshoot game. Either one of these teams can win it. Um, I'm curious if the Buffalo is the favorite here. I kind of can see why, though. Kansas City did not look great on Monday night. I thought they looked pretty vulnerable. The offensive line looked a little susceptible to the rush. The Raiders' rush hadn't been that good all year, and they were causing lots of problems. Um, that game, it's hard to really consider it because the whole play game changed after the roughing the passer call. Um incorrectly Chris Jones on Derek Carr but after that it seemed like it was just a series of makeup calls and weird calls mostly against the Raiders some against the Chiefs um like they were trying to fix that game so it's really hard to analyze it that way but the Raiders I mean still kind of one point loss and they're, they're not that good compared to the Chiefs the biggest issue I have in this game and that's why I was trying to find the injury report to see where they're at because it seems like it's always a question mark is where are the Buffalo safeties at health wise Where's the Buffalo defense at health-wise? Because they have been banged up for these weeks. Didn't matter last week. But um, without the two safeties, I have concerns them in this game because I think Andy Reid will attack down the field with the safeties. Um, they'll find a way to protect Mahomes long enough to get that ball down the field. And, you know, the defense, I think, you know, the one thing Buffalo is going to struggle with in the playoffs and a little bit now is that they cannot run the football. Their best running back is number 17, and you can't run him 20 times a game. And they've got to protect him for the rest of the year to make sure they can get him clean for the postseason. Um, they just don't get any push. They're good pass protectors. They're not good run blockers. So the offense gets out of balance and it all becomes all on Josh Allen. 
when he can do that, when the Chiefs can play one-dimensional, Spagnuolo is a good enough defense coordinator that he can mix up some stuff. Um, so, but I'm going to hold off on this one. I'm going to, I'm going to hold my vote until I see where the Buffalo defense is health wise. If the safeties are there, I kind of like the bills in this one. If they're hurt, I like the chiefs. Yeah. That game was crazy. I mean, there was a lot of calls, like you said, there by, <clears throat> by the refs to, um, the head coaches, you know, Raiders going for two late in the game was a head scratcher by some people, you know, Josh McDaniels, another great stat, another little sticky note I found. He uh, started off, I think it was 6-0 and as coaching. You know, he, I think he started in Denver there. Now he's 6-21, and last 27 as a coach. And you talk about some issues there. This, this is a guy that inherited, you know, I, I know this is not a Raiders game here, but this is great info here, I think. The guy that took a team that was in the playoffs last year, and they're just getting worse. Then you have the whole Devontae Adams situations this week, and we're not diving into that. I mean, we'll see what happens there. I mean, I think it's a little blown out here, uh, shoving a guy down, and now there's charges and and everything. We could go on and on about that, and I'm, I'm not going to go on a rant on that. So, But a lot of head scratchers. Jason made a great point. I'm going to end the show with my last rant about these hits. But tight game. I agree with Jason with the safeties. Where's this at? Because, you know, Mahomes as a dog is tough, man. I I think Mm -hmm. he has great numbers as a dog. You get him at home. They didn't play fantastic. Again, I like this. I locked this in already. I have Green Bay minus one. I have Kansas City up to eight. That is my favorite teaser of the weekend. I like that. So okay, Moving on. But yeah, let's move on to Eagles and Cowboys. Now, this is crazy because the line in the summer was even, and now it's up to six and a half. The Eagles have looked absolutely fantastic. Cowboys, we said this before, we'll say it again. They weren't the Cowboys. We really like this team because they played to the best of their abilities. Uh, good defense. You know, Cooper Rush does just enough. They were in a dogfight against the Rams, kind of came out of it. It was a pretty impressive win, actually, in the end. Um, so can they go on the road into Philly? It's never easy going into Philly for anything. And pull out a win here, even with six and a half. Smitty, what do you got for this one? <laughs> I love that. It's like you're going into Jersey. Um, of the Jersey. <laughs> ah, there goes all those listeners. <laughs> I'll tell you, I kind of thought, and I said this to old man in the garage. I kind of, I kind of like Dallas at this spot with Rush quarterback and then bringing Dak back. Just because he hasn't played, and this guy has been covering and been playing well. Hey, listen, you know, I joke about, you know, when you're from central Pennsylvania, you're you're a Philly fan or you're a Steeler fan, or maybe you're just really crazy and you pick another team. And I've said, I, I Maddie, yeah, well, Maddie, of course. I love this Philly team, though. I, they're They're good. I love the defense, the quarterback. I always said about the quarterback, he's a winner. And co- I just thought he was a winner in college. And I don't know if he's going to be a legend there or anything like that. But I really like this Philly team. So I will say that on air. I, I mean, I, so I always stay on this show too. Sometimes this is one of these games that I think you could be okay either way. Again, it's a low over under it's at 42. So it's really dipped. It opened at 45 and a half. It's gone down to 42. Now you get a team minus six and a half, the Eagles. I would probably take Dallas up to 11 and a half and just say, let's, let, let's slug fast here, man. But I do think the Eagles win this game. So could you take them down and get them at like a pick them or like a minus a half? I think you're, I think you're good either way. I think this is right in the middle. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I, you, of course, I'm going to gamble this game. Love this game. But with the low total and what I said about Carolina, I would probably take a chance and go up Dallas up to, uh, excuse me, my math was wrong, uh, 12 and a half. I would, I would do that. That's where I'd probably go. Yeah, I'm looking at this game too, and I think the surprising stat that I'm seeing is that both teams actually really aren't that great against the run. Um, kind of interesting because you kind of think that both have pretty good defenses, and usually that's the first thing you defend. But much better against the pass than the actual run. Both teams like to run the football. So it might be a sneaky little over here at 42. I know you did take it down, but um, 
they actually might be able to move the football a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see if Dallas can survive the, the onslaught that comes out of Philadelphia in the first half, or at least has for most of the games this year. They've really kind of buried people from the get-go and haven't had them play a second half. So I think that'll be interesting. Dallas can stay with them, make them kind of play a second half. We'll see where, where they're at with that. No, Hertz has been a winner. I think the biggest thing with him was that he had the arm talent to actually play in the NFL. And, you know, he kind of looked like he had a bit of a candy arm. He wasn't really accurate. You can't be both. You can be one or the other, but you can't be both. And he's really worked at that and improved it. Now, it helps that he's got much better receivers to throw to to help him out. you got a guy like A.J. Brown who's got a good catch radius. Monte Smith came out of college, catches everything. So you, get, you just got skill talent everywhere, and they've always got really good lines. And they've improved both the defense and the linebackers this year, and I think that's been a big factor. Um, I see a close, hard-fought game. I think the Philly fans will enjoy it. The Dallas fans will enjoy it. You know, they, those two teams love to get after each other. Fans love to get after each other. There's a ton of Cowboys fans in Philly. And so that, those places, when they play at, uh, what you call it, the link, it's nuts. So I'm going to take the Cowboys with the points because I see a good, close, hard-fought game here. I don't know if they have enough to get over the edge here with Rush. I, I know he's a better quarterback for the spot right now, but, you know, he still is a back quarterback, a guy anybody could have had at cut day. So, uh, but I will take the Cowboys with the points. And we will move on to, I think, the Monday night game. There's a Monday night game this week, right? Oh. This year, you never know. We got how's this team? Can I just say, how's this team getting all these Monday night games or uh, primetime games? Excuse me. Oh, God. Okay. Let's get into that. So we got the Chargers and Denver in SoFi. So you got back to back NFL games and days here. And you have the Chargers laying three, actually four and a half now. Um, but it's curious. I'm seeing 35% of the bets on the Broncos, but 65% of the money. I don't know what those people are doing with their money. Uh, I. Listen, the, the, you can think what you want of the Denver Broncos and their fan base, but the one thing they are is loyal. For them to walk out on a game when it's 9-9, <laughs> going to OT in the fourth quarter, that takes that is basically them telling you everything you need to know, that they've had enough of this. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do to get it right. They, they've committed the future to Wilson. He doesn't look like he's up to the task. That's still a pretty talented football team around him. He's got to get it right in the locker room because there's enough guys there to win games, at least more than they have score points. Um, but like I said, it really makes me weird. Think, I think it's a weird thing that they have more money bet on them at this point. Now, maybe that'll even out. But at this point, I think I'm going to lay the charges with the four and a half. That's another team that makes you scratch your head sometimes. Really good win in Cleveland, by the way. Got down 14 zip on the road. Cooler weather, windy weather. Found a way to do it. Actually dominated that game from that point on. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers because they can score points. I don't think Denver can. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to drop a name, a good friend of ours on the show. Um, I was in contact with today. He likes Denver in this. Said it's one of his favorite plays. Very good handicapper. Not dropping names. We have a lot of contacts. We have a lot of people that we respect in this. Uh, that's his one of his favorite plays. This one's tough. I mean, Jay. <laughs> I, I would agree with Jason. Uh, man, could you take – I just can't trust Denver, man. I Russell, well, <laughs> then they came out and said, oh, he's hurt. And, uh, well, of course now he's hurt because he stinks. And they have to say that he has an arm issue or a shoulder issue. I think that's uh, – and the coach is – man, can there be a couple coaches this year that are one year and done? There's a couple that are really pushing the envelope for it. I, I mean, there's some guys that are like really going, hey, I'm going to see how far I can push this to see if they fire me. Well, this guy at Denver is one of them. Hackett is one of them. So I don't know where I'm going to go yet on this. Maybe a teaser up. This could be a money line. Remember I said earlier in the show, Minnesota money line. This might be a parlay Minnesota Chargers money line and try to make some money on this. But again, so, can we get this team off prime time? I mean, so, get these guys. Good Lord almighty. I'd rather watch, I don't know, man, get some Golden Girl reruns or something on or something. I don't so there's know. no exaggeration. This is the Broncos rankings and some of the metrics they measure on uh, Football Outsiders. TDs per drive, 30th. Punts per drive rank, 31st. So that means second most punts. Three and outs per drive, 30th. Points per red zone trip, 32nd. Touchdowns per red zone trip, 32nd. They just can't score. 
it's just they don't know what to call. They're, they're not a good enough offensive line just to be able to run it down people's throats, so they need to throw it. And if you, we all saw the play at the end of the game, it was there. He read the wrong side of the field. He read zone coverage. He went to his zone side. He's got the man-to-man pick. He's got K.J. Hamler sitting there shaking his head. Like, there's just no reason he shouldn't have gone to that direction other than he maybe just doesn't trust him. So I don't think he knows the scheme. He's kind of been in a West Coast offense his entire career. Brian Rogers talked about this a little bit last year. And now he's going to a Shanahan scheme where they kind of force you to make – like you basically read the defense and it's one receiver and the receiver gets open. I, I, he's struggling with it. You can just tell. Like he doesn't know where to go with the ball. The ball's in the wrong spot because I don't think he's like on time. Like he's not on time with his reads. And he was just missing guys wide open on Monday, on, on Monday night. It was brutal. I mean, hitting, hitting tight ends, going down to see him in the hip. You know, he's got a running back running wide open on a, a wheel route and he can't even like get it like within 10 yards of him. You know, the guy has enough arm talent to play in the major league baseball. It, like, there's no reason he should be missing these throws this bad. And also, it seems like they didn't account for the fact that he's five foot nine. Like, there's a lot of dropbacks they have where he doesn't drop deeper. And like, he's kind of thrown into the line of scrimmage. And that was, that was an issue against the Colts. They were knocking passes down left and right. And he just couldn't find receivers in the middle of the field because he's too short. You know, still helps to be a tall quarterback no matter what. So, what do we got here? Penn State, Michigan. We got, we got to get it on the air. Got to get it on the air. Um, you know, going back and forth, Betty Messiah, we were going back, and, I mean, we were just joking. I mean, we were writing each other after that. And uh, no, I think it's going to be a tight game. I mean, I really do. I think Penn State has a very nice team. I'm heading up to the whiteout game um, next week. I'm very excited for it against Minnesota, which I think it's going to be a great game, too. I think Minnesota has a good team. Uh, the place will be out of control, especially if they beat Michigan on Saturday. You know, that place up there will be just off the chains. Um, they'll be talking national championships because I just I know the people. Uh, that's where I grew up. Uh, they'll be talking. They're not going to win the national championship. And I don't think Michigan's winning the national championship either. I think Michigan's an OK team. They're not as good as they were last year. Um, I do like Michigan at home. Looking at some of the numbers from some people, they have Michigan higher than a seven point favorite in this. Some people think it's crazy. I saw a lot of great gamblers that love the points with um, Penn State. So I, I'll probably throw a little bit just for uh, fun um, with Michigan uh, minus the seven. I would have had it about minus four, minus five. I think it's high. I really do. And I'm going to say that. Uh, Teaser spot, I love Michigan. I think they win the game. Yeah, it's really tough to gauge this team because both teams, you know, you look at their conference, their schedules, both in conference and out of conference, and it's really hard to make anything out of what those games were because all those teams look so bad right now. Like, you know, Auburn doesn't look like it much of a challenge. Um, both of the MAC schools that Penn State played were supposed to be at the top of the MAC. They're actually playing at the bottom of the MAC. You know, Michigan, we made fun of their non-conference schedule, how soft it was. But now you look at their in-conference. I mean, there was, they got tested a little bit by Maryland. Nobody knows if Maryland's good or bad. We know Iowa. That was they went there. That's usually a tough place to win. And then Iowa loses to Illinois and should have lost to Rutgers. Like so, it's really hard to see where these teams are at. This is a game they both need. Penn State needs to kind of legitimize themselves, and Michigan needs it because they need to start building up their resume here. You know, they got to start thinking playoff and everything else. They need some like, a quality win. They basically need a close game where they're decisive. Like I think if they blow it out, it'd be an easy thing to dismiss. So. Uh, Penn State has had no success up in Ann Arbor lately. It's been ugly, ugly, ugly. I think I think I looked it up, Jason. I think they beat them the COVID year, but I mean, that that's a, that that's a, yeah, that doesn't count. I mean, that's kind of I threw that out looking at it and going, well, that doesn't really count because Big Ten wasn't even supposed to play, and then they came back. They played like three games or four games. Or yeah, something. both Penn State and Michigan punted that year. Just you can tell the records and everything else that they yeah. thought really they weren't coming back. But uh, every game prior to that, brutal. So I'm nervous. I like, I'll take the seven. I think it'll be that close. I hope they stay that close. I like the fact that Franklin's playing the freshman. He's playing the kids because they're good. Um, I think they've done that all over their team. The running back, it sticks out, but everywhere else they played the guys. So I'm hoping that helps them. They're a little fresher than they've been. They're a little deeper than they've been. But uh, yeah, I don't know if they're going to come out with a victory. I do think they'll come out the cover. I'll tell you one thing too. Last thing that I'm done. NFL, let these guys hit the quarterback. Come on. You're killing the game right now. The game, I mean, the, the Tom Brady one was ridiculous. Falcons, and I had Tampa. I needed that. I, I mean, that helped me get a big winner for me. But come on now. These guys, they play too hard. They prepare too far for this. You can't take games away 
the guy th barely threw down. And then Kenny Pickett slides and about gets his head taken off, and there's no call. You can't do this for a veteran guy to a rookie guy. Then to the play on um, Monday night, or uh, yeah, it was Monday night with um, Mahomes, or uh, excuse me, Carr and the, the Kansas City guy. Come on now, people. You're changing the game. Stop it. Stop it. Everybody knows it's a violent sport. It's a violent sport. I didn't play it. Listen, people, I was a, you know, I played two sports in high school. Football was not one of them. It's a violent sport. And when you sign up for it, you know, in any sport, stuff can happen. Let these guys play. I'm not saying high school to NFL is not even comparable or anything. I'm not trying, but you sign up, stuff can happen. Let these guys play. It's a joke. Get over it. Let these quarterbacks get hit. They're part of the team and the rant. I'm done. Jason, great show. Do you have anything? A little Jason rant to end the show? Nope. I'm just going to say bang your bookies. Let's get out of here. Until next time, see you. Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.